It's a Farm Friday. The Rockies and Blue Jays made a trade, and we're at the point in spring training where you're seeing guys get sent to minor league camp. I got a couple of them I think you're still going to see at the big league level this year. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms, and if you remember, we do mailbags every Monday. So you can reach out to me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm, or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. We get your questions every single Monday. Uh, to start off with, the Rockies and Blue Jays made a trade on Thursday, and it's it's kind of an odd one, and I'm trying to figure it out, but there's a prospect involved. So the Rockies are getting outfielder Randall Grichik, and the Blue Jays are getting outfielder Ramiel Tapia. Seems just like an outfielder for outfielder swap, but the Rockies threw in some cash, and the Blue Jays threw in middle infielder Adrian Pinto, and that's what I want to talk to you about. So Adrian Pinto is a guy really interesting to me. Uh, 2019 uh, signee out of Venezuela and went to the Dominican Summer League in 2021. Incredibly uh, short young man, five foot six, okay? Usually the smallest player on the field, but goes to the DSL last year. 360, 486, 543 is his slash line. Second in batting average, second in on base percentage, fourth in slugging. Uh, kid goes, steals 41 bases in like 43 attempts. And so to me, I mean, for $120,000, you feel like you've already found a pretty good gym. And then for the Blue Jays to get him in the kind of this throwaway thing. So when you look at Pinto, he's a guy that I see as, you know, He's small, but strong and compact. Uh, very, you know, offensively, like the tools kind of jump out. Uh, he's he's not just a slap hitter. I mean, he's more of an on-base threat than a power threat. But, I mean, you know, he's not just a slap hitter. He has decent power. He's going to get you doubles. He's going to put balls in the gap. Plus, plus runner. So, absolute just speed demon on the bases. And so, a guy who, if he can get a ball in the air... He's got, he has the ability to take more than one base, plus arm. Uh, he's played second base. He's played shortstop. He's played center field. Probably going to stick at second, um, just defensively based on how that stuff has kind of worked. But a guy that you absolutely feel good about, lots of tools, uh, hasn't made his U.S. debut yet. You expect him to, well, is he technically making his U.S. debut? He made his, making his domestic debut, I guess, Uh this year, but absolutely a guy who could pop. And to kind of just be a throwaway in something like this kind of makes you have to ask what the Rockies are doing. Did the Rockies not necessarily think he was going to work out at the big league level? Like, what what was that about? Not quite sure, but excited for the Blue Jays to get him. He's a guy, obviously, a couple of years away, but uh, someone who has exciting tools you can add into this monster that they're building in Toronto. This team looks like it's going to contend this year. Uh, seems absolutely exciting. And so, you absolutely love to see that. And then we're talking about, you know, being excited about this prospect. And then the Mariners 
made a signing today. They signed Billy Hamilton to a minor league deal. And this is a situation where, and I think I said this maybe on Monday in the mailbag. Somebody asked, would we see uh, Julio Rodriguez called up at the beginning of the year? And I said, I don't think you will. So if you acquire Billy Hamilton, you're not acquiring Billy Hamilton to come hit for you. You're acquiring Billy Hamilton to play center field and give you defense. And so you look at, you've got Winker, you've got Hanniger. Um, right now, I mean, your corners are set. And so you have Jared Kalinick. This feels like they're giving themselves a backup plan to Kalinick in center. And if you remember, they started working Julio Rodriguez in its center. I feel like what's going to happen now is you're going to send Rodriguez back down. And they're going to say, oh yeah, yeah, he needs to work on his defense. And the soonest you'll see him come up is sometime conveniently right after the Super 2 deadline so that he doesn't get a full year of service time in MLB in 2022. And it's something where it's probably going to take either ineffectiveness or injury to Winker or Hanniger uh, or the combination of uh, Billy Hamilton and Jared Kalinick just be absolute nightmares in center field. Obviously, there's defensive replacement abilities and stuff in there as well, but just something where it feels like they're setting the table to be able to say, oh yeah, no, 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 we can't we can't have him uh, up. He has to work on his defense. He has to get a little better. He needs to be in the minors right now. So feels like that's what they're doing. I hope it's not the case. I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like we are not going to see a Julio Rodriguez call up. And in just a minute, I do want to tell you about some guys in Boston who actually, some of them have already been sent down to minor league camp, but I still think you're going to see them at the big league level this year. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Uh, Built Bars are the protein bars that taste like candy bars. They are better for you than candy bars. All Built Bars covered in 100% real chocolate. Most of them have like 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only four net carbs, four grams of sugar. So, uh, whether you just finished up spring break, uh, you're at spring training now, you're planning a beach vacation this weekend, we're going to Jamaica this summer, I've got no idea how I'm going to do a podcast from Jamaica, but I'll figure it out when I get there. Uh, you know, Think about replacing your candy bars and your high calorie snacks with something like a Built Bar. Um, like, like I said, low calorie, high protein, they're good for you. Tons of different flavors you can try, uh, whether it's peanut butter brownie, Coconut almond, cherry barcia, mint brownie, tons of options. Go to built.com, check out the recurring flavors, the limited time flavors, everything that's there. While you're there, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. So, a couple guys in Boston who I think you're going to see this year, even though they're not all still in big league camp. Uh, the first one, and this feels kind of easy, but First baseman, Tristan Cassis. He was reassigned on Wednesday to minor league camp. Uh, but he's going to see action. He's, he's still playing with the major leaguers. He's a minor league extra. You can do that. Uh, he's going to start the year at AAA Worcester. But Tristan Cassis is somebody who I feel like, I mean, we've heard a lot about him for a while. 2019, uh, first rounder, 26 overall. Uh, he's, he had a great year in 21. He did double-A, he did triple-A, he played for Team USA. Mike Shosha talked a lot about um, how well he did. Uh, Cassis had an 877 OPS. I mean, uh, 279, 394, 484, 
14 home runs and 300 at-bats. And he's the guy where he used to be a third baseman, but he's now solidly a first baseman. I feel like offensively, he's going to be fine. He, um, his, his power hasn't necessarily shown up yet, but it's going to. Defensively, he's really good. Um, he was, I mean, he was a good third baseman. He's a really good first baseman. And so, like, right now, you look at the way that the lineup shakes out. You've got uh, Bobby Dahlbeck at first. J.D. Martinez is a free agent after this year. So you'd like to think they ha- they see an opening to get him in. First time you see injury or ineffectiveness, I can see them calling up Cassis. You could ease him in by letting him DH. Or you can give him the full experience, put him at first, let Dahlbeck DH. Or if it's Dahlbeck's the one that's hurt, J.D. Martinez stays as your DH, Cassis plays first. So something where you have multiple options, even though he's a minor league camp, I think he's a guy you're going to see this year. If his power can develop like we expected, and he's a big boy, 6'5", 245, he's a big guy. If his power develops like we expect, I mean, the ceiling on Tristan Cassis could be all-star. And and you could see that as soon as this year. And another guy who I kind of expect that we're going to get to see a little bit is John Winkowski. So uh, another guy got sent down to, to minor league camp. But definitely somebody who um, came over to the Mets last year and the Andrew, from the Mets in the Andrew Benatendi deal with the Royals. Um, but pitched on Sunday, got sent down earlier in the week, uh, has looked really good at spring training as well. And when you watch him, I mean, 2016-15 rounder. So deep guy, somebody you're not necessarily expecting a ton from, but last year, 9-4 and four in the month. In the minors and 112 innings, 101 strikeouts, 33 walks. So three, you know, three to one, all you know, verging toward, you know, yeah, three to one strikeout to walk ratio. You like that. Uh, he's got a four seam fastball that's above average, 95 or so. He can get swing and misses, especially when he elevates it in the zone. Um, has a has a that's his four seam. Has a two seam fastball as well. This thing is low 90s, but. Obviously, different profile, looks the same out of the hand, a little bit of deception there. He's got a slider, he's got a changeup, both of them are mid-80s, I'd say average to above average on those. Uh, The slider can kind of morph into a cutter at times, but something where uh, he's got above average control, he can spot them glove side, arm side, Uh, very, you know, very, very efficient with his pitches. He can hit his spots, he can get in and out of innings, and so... um, He's probably one of those number four, number fives, just simply because he doesn't have just any sort of like absolutely overpowering elite pitch. You know, the best he has is he's got above average, he's got two above average pitches and two two average to above average breaking pitches, but breaking slash off speed. But the point is, four average to above average pitches, great command of them. You look at a guy, I. I could see you bring him up, you start him in the bullpen, give him some long relief spots, put him in in some blowouts, let him eat four or five innings for you. From there, it turns into spot starts here and there, things like that, out of the pen. And then depending on how he does, maybe he's in the rotation second half of the year or next year. But expect him, again, go to AAA, 
and then and then get called up first time they need either an arm in the pen or they need a starter for a day. Uh, and in just a minute, I want to talk to you about an interesting prospect battle that I'm seeing now in Philly's camp between two prospects fighting over a not only a roster spot, fighting over a starting job, I think, coming out of camp. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. This is the time of the year where the college basketball tournament is here. Uh, there was big upsets on Thursday night. I think Gonzaga lost to Arkansas. So if you need like the latest odds, player props, contests, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info, and it remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. If college basketball is not your thing, that's fine. Professional basketball is there. They have MLB lines up. I got an email just the other day uh, that had all the stuff in here as far as uh, what was it? It was it was um, the favorite to be the home run leader, and they had Vlad Guerrero at seven to one, Matt Olson and Pete Alonso tied for second best odds at twelve to one, uh, fourteen to one. You're looking at Shohei, Salvador Perez. Oh, last time a catcher was led league in home runs. Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Aaron Judge. So, you know, good stuff out there. All those baseball odds are out there now. Um, Hockey is out there. UFC is out there. So, uh, BetOnline.net is your source for all your sports wagering info needs. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So, position battle between two rookies in Philadelphia. Uh, and this is center field specifically. So, Oduble Herrera is kind of penciled in um, for that job, but... Mild strain is oblique. He's out four to six weeks. So now you're looking at um, Matt Veerling versus Mickey Moniak. And the thing about this, so so Moniak has spent time at the big league level. He was up. He had eight games in 2020. He had 21 games last year. Now, last year, 21 games, 33 plate appearances. He batted 0-9-1. So not necessarily somebody who has had success at the major league level. Um, But he's looked good this spring. Um, He had, uh, I think it was, was it Wednesday? Wednesday, he hit a homer in spring training. He's made adjustments at the plate. You know, he's, he's, he's tightened his stance up a bit. He's not, he's not uh, crossing over the plate. He's, but he's a lot closer to it. And so he's a guy where, because he has big league experience, you're going to see him challenge for the job. Now, the thing is, he doesn't have an above-average tool. So, uh, he's got average yeah, average power to all fields. Um, highest strikeout rate of his career last year, so you can't really say his hit tool is that great. Um, good athlete, solid defender, average runner, average arm. He's a guy where he can do the job, He's if he wins it, it probably just goes right back to Oduble Herrera once he's healthy. Matt Veerling's the other option though. He got 34 games last year and batted 324. So feel a little better about him. He was the fifth rounder 2018 out of Notre Dame, um, but 126 OPS down the stretch last year. So uh, great exit velos plus plus power there. Um, contact skills are probably above average to plus. Um, still has a little, little, little too much swing and miss. Again, uh, young player, a lot of them do that. He can do 
any of the outfield spots. I've heard he can play first and third as well, but anything in the outfield, he's got plus speed, above average defense, plus arm. So I think just based off of his defensive utility, he's the better bet uh, to be up there in center field on opening day. I just don't know how Mickey Moniak is going to be viewed, how that success that he's had is going to be viewed. And that's a situation where you can go to baseball reference and you can look at some of the spring training results and they'll actually give you a quality of opponent score. So they can rate based on the levels of the guys in the game. They can tell you, okay, the talent on the field was equivalent to a double A roster, single A, triple A, whatever. So they can actually go out and rate how good the appearances were for each guy as far as the talent on the field and you know the average competition they faced. You know, Moniac's doing it against the equivalent of an A roster and Verlin's doing it against the equivalent of a double A roster. It makes you feel better about Verlin even if his spring isn't as um, exciting as Moniac's is. So position battle to watch. I do think Matt Verlin's going to get the job, but uh, Mickey Moniac, they've been impressed with what he's doing. I don't know how much of that is coach speak and how much of that is actually being impressed, but I think we'll find out pretty soon because next Thursday is opening day. Uh, Another Phillies uh, prospect I'm pretty confident you're going to see up here on opening day is shortstop Bryson Stott. We talked about him a little bit in the past, but uh, he's a guy, uh, minor league player of the year last year for the Phillies organization. Uh, Went to the Futures game, uh, had, had 16 home runs, did uh did finish up with 10 games in AAA, went to the AFL. Um really did well with with walk rate and and pitch recognition last year. Really improved on that. Uh and it's something where that means all of his tools now are average or better. Uh power is probably still his lowest one, but all of his tools are at least average. Um he's not like he he added some of that power to it, but he didn't become pull happy, which is the thing you always worry about. So above average speed, I feel like he's got good good reactions at, at at short, so he can play shortstop for you. Above average arm, he can move to second if you need to, but it's going to be down between him and Didi Gregorius as far as who's going to be the opening day shortstop. The question I have is, oh, Dubal Herrera being out, what does that do as far as do are you comfortable having two rookies up the middle? by having your shortstop and your center fielder both be rookies. I don't quite know. Uh, that's something where, you know, I I can't pretend to speak for the coaching staff about how they'd feel about it. Like, like, I don't know what Joe Girardi's philosophies are on having two rookies like that at the same time. But it's, I mean, it's, it's definitely something where Bryson Stott said, like, he's like, listen, I like the goal is to be the opening day shortstop. I don't necessarily know if he's going to do that, if he's going to move to second base, if Gregorius is going to move, but he has a chance to to make the roster, and I'm excited to see what happens. Um, We have until next Thursday for opening day, so last mailbag before opening day, if you have questions about should I plan on seeing this guy on opening day, is this guy going to have a chance to make the roster, send those in to us. I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at uh, LockedOnFarm, or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. Until Monday, this has been Locked on MLB Prospects.